Hey, traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Monday, February 12, 2024. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? The market continues in its melt-up operation, at least as of the early morning activity on this Monday. But, and there's always, not always, but sometimes a but, but what do we have here? We may have, and I emphasize may, and we'll talk more about this as the video goes on. We may have a sign and or signal of a trend change. Now, we're going to talk through this a little bit. I put out a tweet over the weekend about the put-call ratio. It's getting extended. The market itself from the home base or 20-period moving average is getting extended. Both those things don't mean on their face that the market cannot continue higher. It can, but we have readings. We have measurements. We have logic that eventually comes into play and says, hey, look it, the market is not going to go up forever. It's going to correct regardless of whether it's higher later or not. The market will correct. It always does. We're closer than we've been before. And therefore, once again, as it was last week, we're looking for a turn. Tomorrow will mark an on-time type of situation in the S&P. We also keep in mind that any kind of reversal we're looking for gives us a something to trade against without it. We have nothing and the market keeps going higher. We have no line in the sand. We need the market to put in a sign and or signal so that we have something to trade against in terms of a recent high tells us where at least for the temporary time or that particular trade, it's wrong if they start getting above and closing candles like daily above that particular reversal candle. So for example, can you use this little tail in today's candle, today's market activity as a line in the sand? You could. That doesn't mean they will or won't be up higher tomorrow. They can. We don't know they will or they won't. But from a bona fide perspective, A, it's small. It is a tail. And the market is coming into an on-time type of situation. So you use it like this. Tomorrow, hourly closes above today's high. Daily close above today's high. And that isn't a tail. It's nothing to look at. And the market continues to grind higher. And that's the way we look at it. What do we have on the docket this week? I think, if I'm not mistaken, we have a little bit of alphabet soup this week in terms of the economic data points. We have CPI following CPI is generally PPI, and the market can certainly use any of those two things as an excuse since we are hinged on, we are hovering around the whole inflation nation conversation still. So if, in fact, the market is ready for a turn, it can use the CPI data release at 8.30 a.m. Tuesday morning as a bona fide excuse. By the way, we're the umpire calling balls and strikes. It can also use that same thing as an excuse to send the market higher yet again. Understand and be aware, awarenesses, of both sides of the tape. We have a little side note situation from the live trading room. 
We talked about it last week based on the current place conditions of the market. And what I told traders, I believe beginning on Thursday, is that if the market trades up into the weekend, I'm likely going to take a lottery ticket trade. What's a lottery ticket trade? It's a bet. It's not a trade. It's not an investment. It's a bet that the market's going to, in this case, come down. What was the lottery ticket trade? It doesn't have to be all that much. I took a lottery ticket trade for put options expiring this coming Friday, gave it a few days, took the trade basically Friday afternoon when the market was 501 and a half. Where did that number come from? I gave it to the traders in the live room on Friday morning. How you doing? Doesn't guarantee it's going to work out. It's just where we are and what I did sometimes once in a while and I'm human just like everybody else. I take a lottery ticket trade and I put it out there in the open for the live room members. And then, predictably so, a question comes up. Hey, where are you looking for the market to go on the downside? Well, these are two separate and apart things for one another. This trade is a trade that's likely going to be over in a couple of days, worst case, a week, because they're Friday expiration. But when and if the market does put in some kind of an interim top, and we do have a correction like we always get, even though most people never believe it in these melt-up operations, of course the market's not going to come down. Of course we're going to raise expectations. Of course we're going to raise price targets. Of course the economy's improving. Of course earnings are going to expand. That's what you hear on TV all day, every day now, because we're in a melt-up operation. They can't see the fact that this is the last gasp, even if it's for another one, one and a half percent on the upside, that's negligible in the large scheme of things. Of course, there's going to be a correction. Where's the correction going to take price back to? Well, I'll leave that as an open question for now. I'd like you folks, those that are in the know, that know where I'm going with this, that have a likely target. Where is that target? What is the likely target? Make a post under the video. We won't really have a bona fide target until we have a turn in place, which we do not. I repeat, do not have a turn. All we have is a top today. We could have a new top tomorrow. We know that. But I have an idea, an idea of a place. What might that place be and why? Post it under the video. For those of you that have been following me for a long time, you should be able to know that place. What's going on over in Inside the Numbers live commentary today? Well, this morning we had a melt-up operation, but we still had some stuff on the board, and it's still worth looking at. Here's the Zero Dark 30 stuff. So we had a pivot, which will show up later. We also had the flip side, which was the not melt-up operation. You could look down here, and you see that back down toward, that's simple. If they're going to have a shakeout operation, they're going to go back down toward the big fat round number of 500. We think better in pictures, right? Of the vertical is today's activity. Sometimes they spike them through. Other times they come up short. And here's another case where they almost got to 500. But the concept was vicinity of, neighborhood of. We all know that around 500 is a big fat round number. A few pennies ahead of it, they're likely to bounce. A few pennies below it, they're likely to bounce. 
And that's what happened this afternoon. They gave us the morning trade in the afternoon. All right, fair enough. We can't control the manner in which Mrs. Market behaves. The early scoop at 9.05 was in fact that early shakeout operation potential. They did it in the afternoon. We had a number as a backup creating a zone. We didn't need that today. Early on, right after the open, they're just floating. 501.30 is our pivot. And you could see in the early morning session, 5.0 was in fact 5.0130, the pivot. They stayed right around this up and back through that number, 5.0130 for a solid hour or so. Staying above, what does it open the door to? Friday's high, very simple, 5.0165, not that far away. And if they get above 5.0165, they're in what? No man's land. How high can they go? Anything goes, we're not going to guess at the numbers at new highs. Certainly not from a day trading perspective, notwithstanding a multi-day lottery ticket situation. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart and double check the work. Everything that was possible from my reading the market perspective was in here today. At new highs, it's not necessarily a trader's tape while they're floating up during the morning session, but things will change. Volatility will pick up, they will correct, and trades will happen in both directions. Mark my words. Along with the quiet Monday morning, we had stocks on the move where we had a little bit of a list, but nothing really hit its entry target except for Monday.com. So we will take a look at MNDY. There's your zone in Monday. They opened below the first number, came up short of the second, and had a rip-roaring rocket ride back up in the other direction for a quick 12 bucks, or 6% if you're a home gamer. The numbers work. Motorola Solutions, this one was given out to the live room members this morning in real time. They hovered over the number for too long. The manner in which precludes it from being a bona fide trade, but you can see 320.30 was in fact the number. They bounced a couple of times in front of it. Then they spiked it and then they gave you the thing and then they came back to it at the end of the day. Closing at what? Closing print today, 320.30. Any accidents or coincidences? I don't think so. What was the important thing about this trade? I went over it in the live room. This was one of my favorite trade opportunities. It was like another one we looked at just before this, but that one didn't get to his number. This one did. It's the spike the low and rip it back up in the other direction trade. Now, they're not all made the same. It's not every low and it's not every trade. But when there's a number and it's a bona fide low and the chart setup is there, it's one of my favorite trades. The spike the low and rip it back up in the other direction trade. You have to have the right conditions, but it works the majority, the large majority of the time, whether it's intraday, swing trading, it doesn't make a difference. It's built in to my system. Here's another thing going on. So let's look at another quote-unquote air quotes indicator. It's not a real indicator you get out of the box with your trading platform or you buy for $29. This is one of my indicators, which is my swing trading system is loaded up with on the watch list with some shorts. A couple of them triggered today. One triggered several days ago. It's out of the money by 3%, but that's not the end of the world. We're in the midst of a melt-up operation. You're going to expect some of them not to hit on the dime and keep getting pulled up by the market in the midst of a melt-up operation. We get that, but the indicator, if you will, using that term loosely with 
Short opportunities on the board tells you that we've got waning velocity, tells you they've got certain stocks around the horn getting to certain prices that are deemed what? Destinations. What happens when a stock or a market gets to a destination? It gets to a destination, it stops going higher. A destination is either support or resistance. In this case, resistance. The likely story is it either goes sideways or turns back around in the other direction, hence giving you the trade. This is one that triggered today. It's very close to the number. I'm not opposed to showing you what's going on from a swing trading perspective. The ITB, 105.80, it's a wonder it stopped there today almost on a dime. The high of day is 105.83 by three pennies. We'll give that a funny how that works, but there's an even funnier one. This is the second one that triggered today. Now, I'm not suggesting you hop on board of these. These are short trades that the Lazy Swing Trader Automagical Algorithmic System put out today with alerts, text and email alerts. There's a lot more where this came from, but I'm giving you what happened today. 243.08, spiked it by a few pennies, finished the day down around 240, got a head start in the position of about three bucks. Lazy Swing Trader Automagical Algo System. What's going on over in Camp IWM? As a thicky note item, we'll note 204.45. That is a number. It doesn't have to be the final destination, but there should be, and I repeat, should be, overhead resistance. It should also be a target on the upside, 204.45. They're also all of a sudden in three days getting a little bit too far from home base. What's home base? The 20-period moving average. Doesn't mean the market's not in an uptrend. It is. The trend is your friend. However, too far from home base. They're going to run sideways for a while or pull back. The question is from where? 204.45 is a logical place. Obviously, they could spike it, get to this high over here. 205.49, I was reminded in the live room today that Previously, 205.50 under by one penny was before a stone cold short. And I was asked, is that still a stone cold short? No, that was a long time ago. That was all the way back here at the end of last year. It's no longer a stone cold short. They're already back up there. And we reviewed this in the live room in detail today in the particulars as to why and what the market's actually doing. In short, they could certainly bust through here and go to another place. Hard to believe, but when they came up short here, they also came up short not only of 205.50, but another piece of unfinished business. So a spike here may have a spike the high and pull it back down in the other direction trade on the board of note. Puzzle piece, sticky note material. Don't tell anybody. What about the folks down at the transportation department above all the moving averages? The trend is, in fact, your friend, of course. They were down five points today. Can't make heads or tails out of that. They're above all the moving averages. That's all we need to know. They're challenging this former high. That's all we need to know. And they've yet to reach the next target, 16,320. That's all we need to know. Beyond that, above 16,320, it's bullish, and there will be another target. We're looking for a canary in the coal mine, did not see it today in team transports. 274.36 is an interesting place in the IYT sticky note material. 
Another new high this morning in the queues. Finished not at the lows, but not great on the day. But again, look where they are in the chart. This is a blip. It's a little bit red on the day at $1.71, four-tenths of 1%. You look at the weekly chart, it's a long week. You don't know what's going to happen. Nothing yet to get excited about. The hourly chart, you see they're being supported by the hourly chart, 20-period moving average. That's normal garden variety stuff. You look at the daily chart and you say, all right, they spiked the high and pulled it back down, but they're still in a firm uptrend. Nothing to get excited about. There was no reversal on big volume, intraday reversal, gap and crap, nothing like that. Those are things that raise the eyebrow. $1.71 on a $435 stock is not that thing. If anything's wrong with the financials, we'll take a further look deep into the market. The XLF was up 18 cents today, almost one half of 1%. What does that mean? Nothing bearish. They're just grinding higher. We're not going to read anything more into that. If they continue higher, the next target on the upside is a spike of 40 up to $40.10. Sticky note material. Moving averages are grinding up. Stocks grinding up. Markets grinding up. That's what's going on. It's a grind up operation. What do we have here? What about Smash Mouth? Is that a little bit of a tail? Is that a little bit of a sign or signal of a trend change? It may be. And, and the SMH is a pretty darn good proxy for the tech space as a whole. If tech turns, it'll bleed over to the rest of the market. So we know that, so we're watching. We're keenly interested in what's happening around the horn. Our eyes are on the SMH. We know that stuff inside the SMH is lofty. You got ARM Holdings, you got NVIDIA, you got SMCI, you got all kinds of stuff running like the wind. Obviously, those vertical charts, and here's another item we talked about in the live room today using the charts. We looked at the charts and said, look, they're vertical. This kind of stuff doesn't last. They pull back. Look how much they pulled back from the high even today. Look at NVIDIA. Another tale. Is this a signal of what's coming? Is this a intraday turn that gives us the signal that the hot dot right now if you will the semi space will turn a little bit in the tech space and the tech space will bleed into the broader market certainly possible we're on the lookout about the ng natural gas what was my number how about 1755 what did they hit today 1755 what was the low 1754 now they didn't bounce off of it just yet a little bit but not too much here's a 5 minute chart we're not going to get heads or tails out of a five-minute chart, but that certainly deserves a funny how that works. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you without you, these videos, nope, they're not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I am David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.